Welcome back to Man Cave Movie Night. Woo! Yeah! All right, all right. There's a lot of applause tonight because, of course, we are talking about the the best of the best the uh, the triumphant movies that and performances that have made the 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 historic list uh going down in the academy awards um what's awesome is is as a podcast uh unfortunately there's no podcast section of the academy awards mm. um <laughs> but if there were i would think that there would be you know kind of similar categories would you agree? Oh, I would. I would agree. You oh, know, maybe yes, like the best dramatic performance from a a podcaster. Maybe okay. the best supporting performance from a podcaster. Best maybe best original song. song. Yeah. Best original song. Mm. Or uh, you know, some there's there's some the list goes on and on. And so we in this episode we want to you know give our little Oscar clips. You know what they would play. Uh, as if uh, if we were nominated, so we're gonna have some sound clips that we could insert uh, when you know podcasts become part of the Academy Awards. Sure. But what I need from you two is to help give me some some of those clips, those sound bites that we could use uh, to submit our nominations. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna give you a category, and I'll ask one of you to maybe give a monologue that would fit that description. Okay. Oh, gotcha. I see. Okay. Like the so, the thing that they read as it's like kind of showing the clips and doing the graphic art. Okay. Exactly. So sometimes it'll be like Denzel Washington and Fences and it shows him like a clip of him like bawling his eyes out and it's like and very dramatic, you know. Sure. Or like that's in, in a, Wayne's that's world a real, when it's uh, a real nomination from a real movie. It, <laughs> it is. That one that one <laughs> that one just has stuck with me for some reason. I've never strange. saw the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Okay. So we're wait. Can you so give us I'm going to give you the. I yeah. I will say, best lead dramatic performance. Okay, uh, and all that. Whoever is feeling confident, jump in and start that. And then I'm actually going to have best supporting performance jump in with them. So and the scene will continue. Oh, I see. So it's up to you as to what you're being dramatic about. Oh, and, okay. I'm understanding. And we're just. I'm understanding it's just, now. It's just. You know, it doesn't have to be in in line with movies or or music or whatever. You don't have to be talking right. about that. You could be talking about whatever sure, you want. Just whatever that podcast p- potentially just was about. Make it dramatic. Okay. Okay. So, if, who who wants to go first? Who wants to start with the lead performance uh, and then we'll we'll have Lucas. Okay, Lucas. Lucas. Nile, when whenever you're feeling ready, you jump in with the best supporting actor. Okay, nominated I, from I, the same podcast. This is great. Yep. Okay. Every everything will be. I'm ready to go. I'm so ready. And action. Oh. Do you Do you know how much I've sacrificed Do you know how much of that disgusting slop I had to eat for you? Do you have any idea? Do you know how much of that slop I had to wade through? I had to inhale it all. I had to eat it all. I had to make it a part of my soul. And this is how you repay me? Well, hey, man. I mean, sometimes we just gotta give you the slop, you know what I'm saying? You came to me. You were like, hey. I need the slap. And I was like, okay, well, I, I got it. I got the slap for you. All we this... need more drama. The, the slop was poisoned. The, but the, the... I'm sitting here, and I have a thousand kidney stones from this slop. It's solidified into huge crystals inside of my body. And it's do you want to know why? Do you want to know why, Joseph? Because Please, I poured Henry, kidney, me, kidney stone juices into the slop. No! <laughs> Please tell me it isn't true. Not Henry. This podcast has been brought to you by Kidney Stone Juice. All right, so there are two more categories that we want to make sure we're nominated for. Mm. Uh, the first of those two is Best Documentary Narration. Uh, so, you know, this is going to, it's weird because, you know, podcasts don't have the visual element. So I need you to narrate what we should be seeing. 
okay. uh, of any documentary. Um, I, I'll allow both of you a, t- a chance at this one, if you would like. Okay, give love. me one second. I gotta, I gotta prepare myself, but I'll go first if you don't mind. Okay, no, that's totally fine. Lucas got the dramatic one. <laughs> yes, he did. Okay. And documentary is pretty. <laughs> if you <laughs> just stay, stay tuned. Eventually, we'll do a documentary episode. Oh okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that. Maybe <laughs> next week. I don't know. Um. Okay. Ready. Um. And actually, this this is uh, Niall Thorley um, reading. Uh, The Great War. On the 2nd of November, the men traveled to Campion, where some 50 emus were sighted. As the birds were out of range of the guns, the local settlers attempted to herd the emus into an ambush, but the birds split into small groups and ran so that they were difficult to target. Nevertheless, while the first fusillade from the machine guns was ineffective due to the range, a second round of gunfire was able to kill, quote, a number of birds. Later, the same day, a small flock was encountered, and perhaps a dozen birds were killed. I think that's perfect. That's exactly what we needed. That's amazing. (laughs) I loved it. Uh, Lucas, let's let's if we can get two nominations, if we can get nominated for the same award twice, I don't think that's been done before. Movies do it all the time, so why can't a podcast do it? it? All right. Hello. Doesn't it look glorious as we watch it? As we watch it in its field. As we watch it in its field. Grazing. (laughs) Grazing on what, you may ask? As it may be difficult to discern, we can see it grazing on grass. The young man's name is Bronson. Bronson does not wear any clothes today. He left them at his mother's house. Bronson weighs 1,200 pounds. Clocking in at a top speed of 65 miles per hour, Bronson can hunt faster than any land animal using his weight and size power through any who might oppose him please right, let I us take a moment <laughs> and observe bronson thank you music played you off yeah there you go <laughs> yeah classic <laughs> that is funny um okay well i think we have both <laughs> two very very different approaches yeah. so that's that's gonna be nice that we're kind of we're doing like a have shotgun. You, have you guys listened to the full Bronson podcast, by the way? Because it's it's something. It's pretty pretty uh, nice. Yeah. I like how it sounds in my so ears. So I, I I thought I got through all of it, but it's it turns out I only had gotten through the first season. Right, twists and, <laughs> and that was a hundred episodes. Yeah, dude, second season is crazy. Each season has uh, the number of season times one hundred. Of um, episodes. Oh, so season two so has one, got two hundred. Season three has three hundred. <laughs> yeah, well, I better start grinding out. But hey, before we before we celebrate, uh, we have one more category oh, we're trying right. to I forgot to get. So the last category will be best original song. I think I can do this one. Take it away. Welcome back to Man Cave Movie Night. Uh, I hope you enjoyed those. Look forward to our our podcast being nominated for an Academy Award, hopefully next year. Mm. Uh, For those of you who don't know, the Academy Awards were yesterday. That's crazy. Um, We haven't seen them yet because that's actually tonight for us. (laughs) So we might be talking about them. Maybe we'll make predictions. You know, we'll we'll see. Or maybe we could add a little stinger at the very end. Do some more editing magic. And say, hey, look, we got them wrong or we got them right. Mm, you or know, maybe I'll if, just do that. Yeah, if you want to. I would love that. I think that'd be fun. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, just so you know, you can fact check us very quickly. Yeah. Um, 
So, so yeah, it's this is a once a time, once a year thing. That's that's pretty exciting. But you know what's an every week kind of thing? Mm. The, the news. The news. Oh. I thought you were going to say man podcast. Can that. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Um, well, <laughs> no news only comes once a week. You're right. The podcast See, is forever. You can access that true. anytime. That's yeah. That's true. Um, I have basically just one big piece of news. Um, and that news is the very exciting news about the fact that Matt Reeves released a deleted scene from the Batman, um, including, uh, just a conversation between the Batman and the Joker in Arkham, um, in kind of a, a bit of like a. Hannibal Lecter, like <laughs> it was a will they won't they? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it was uh, very kind of like Hannibal Lecter um, in the prison as like a bit of a consultant. Like, how do we get inside of the mind of a psychopath? Basically, yeah, for sure. And uh, it was really, really. I think it was really cool. Um, the kind of the dynamic between the Batman and the Joker. How uh, Batman was very direct and to the point. Like, we're not here to talk about me. I want to know about the Riddler, you know, like, who is he? How does he think? And the Joker's just treating him like it's, you know, an old friend who's come over for, you know, teen crumpets or whatever. Like, it's it's really cool that that dynamic and the way that they both see the relationship so differently. It, I thought it was really, really well done. I, I think it was super exciting. Yeah, that's fun. I agree. Um, However, I am very glad they cut it from the movie. Me too. I think it's fun watching it separately, but... Watching it in the context of the movie, I would have been like, "This is so ham-fisted. Like, it would have just been sure. so out of place. Sure, that makes sense. Um, in other news, um, new posters have been released for uh, Jude Law's next bad movie, um, Fantastic Beasts: <laughs> The Secrets oh, of Dumbledore. Good. Um, that's just gonna not be good. So don't go see it. Well, I, I, we shouldn't say that. Um, but it's you know. We promote anyone seeing any movie. Um, if you like the movie, that's great. Yeah, you know, and let us that's know. That's what movies are for. Let us know yeah. if you like it, because I'm inter- I'm not going to go see it. I can guarantee you. I also I, won't. I, won't I, see, I don't think I'll see that, and I don't think I'll see uh, Jurassic World. I will oh, see both of them. really? I'm going to no. see that for sure. Yeah, it's no, got the Jeff Goldblum, dude. made me so... Yeah, it, the last one made me bad. The last one was moment. abhorrent. It was just so horrible. Um... I have one more piece of news. Um, this might be good news for some of you saucier fellas out there. For me, I don't oh think my. it's good news. Um, Uh-oh. Netflix's Marilyn Monroe biopic officially has an <laughs> NC-17 rating. Yeah, I heard about this. So Okay. I didn't think that those movies got made. Like, straight up, <laughs> I didn't think that that ever happened. They do get made. They are just called adult films. So. Yeah, exactly. So I'm kind of like, I don't know. It's just a movie that, uh, I don't know, it's coming out, I suppose. Yeah, I definitely won't watch that one either. Yeah, definitely not me. Those three movies, I'm not interested in. <laughs> it's um, it's going to be Oscar bait, you guys. Just Marilyn Monroe porn, basically. Yeah. The Oscar oh, winning, go. the Academy Award winner. Hmm. Blonde, I think it's called, right? I, I have no idea. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I, I do have some news, actually. Um, speaking of Harry Potter, uh, a trailer came out for the, the game Hogwarts Legacy. I don't know. Have you guys seen this? Yeah, dude. Do you not know that my dad yeah. works on that game? I did not know he works on that game. Yeah, that's what he does for his job. He wrote that game. For real? Yeah, for real. I'm not kidding. That's like a very real fact. Jeez. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Avalanche yeah, uh, Software dude, in Salt Lake. Yeah. Would you like to uh, tell us no, a no, little bit it, about the game? It. No, <laughs> no uh, it, to me, it, so it's like, I know it's set like hundreds of years ago or something like that. Yeah, 1800s. 1800s. Um, you play as a wizard at the School of Hogwarts. You're sorted into one of the four houses. None of the characters are the same, which is nice. It's a fresh take on Hogwarts because of the time period shift. Um, and it looks to be an open world where you can fly around on broomsticks and stuff and fight off evil goblins and ghouls. 
A little green ghoul. Little green ghouls. You know. Wow. So that's I don't know. It cool. looks fun. It Honestly, comes out this holiday season, and that's awesome yeah. that your dad works on it. Actually. Yeah, dude. I, it's awesome. I will say about it, um, and this, I am only saying this because Lucas is here, um, <laughs> but uh, I think that this is, like, the f- the first big, like, Harry Potter content that I actually am, like, really stoked about. Yeah, yeah post-Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. like, cause, well, even, like, because pre- I was never a huge Harry Potter dude. But oh, that's true. Looks, I forgot how you hate this. Check out our childhood. Harry Potter episode to hear all of our thoughts. On <laughs> it. <laughs> this just looks so exciting and it looks mm-hmm. really fun. Like it's one of those things where watching it and like the world has never been like really my thing, but playing in that world and open world stuff, I just love it. It just looks super cool. And I'm stoked. It does it. look like a lot of fun. I've seen so when I left to Italy back in 2018, my dad was working on this game. And he was like, honestly, when you get back, this game probably will still not be announced. And then I came back in 2020, and that was true. And now here we are yeah. two years later, two and it's years finally getting that. like a, a substantial trailer. <laughs> so <laughs> That's they've been working crazy. on this game for like six or seven years. Like, it's been a while. That's um, nice. So I'm excited. Yeah, well, it'll yeah. be awesome. He, I'm excited uh, to play it as well. If it comes out on Xbox, I only saw PlayStation. It's on trailer. Yeah. They did the state of play on PlayStation, but hmm. um, but it, it's coming it's out for be all. on Xbox. Yeah, that's right good. On. That's what cool. I, that's yeah, what I'll definitely get it then. Yeah, should be fun. Cool, cool and fun. Um, uh, Lucas, any other news? Cool. Yeah, the biggest thing I guess would be that Moon Knight starts this week, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, for real. Yeah. This Wednesday or Tuesday night at 1 a.m. if you want to stay up. <laughs> if you're one of the boys. Yeah. yeah. I think also the last, since the last time we did an episode, well, maybe it's been since the last time, all of the Netflix uh, Marvel yeah. shows have been added yeah. to Disney+. Plus. So Bigness. that's also that's also big. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. If, if it's you just the one episode Disney... format, too. Yeah, if you logged into Disney Plus and it had mm-hmm. this kind of alert that was like, okay, what content Look, do you want to see? Adult there's adult content yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. It's because uh, those shows went on along with some other things um, that I can't remember right now, but they're starting to kind of combine a bunch of that stuff. Oh, um, Runaways, the Hulu original, is on Disney Plus now as well. Oh, nice. Um, Yay. Also cheaper by the dozen. Like they right. Content the famously, famously <laughs> very edgy <laughs> film. They're gonna. They're well. I think mostly they did the content warning because it was anticipation for when they um, absorb DreamWorks and Boss Baby Two, a family business, has to go on there. Oh man, yeah, yeah. that is a good point. You know, it's funny. Anyway, they actually they did absorb the company that made uh, the Ice Age. Films. I can't remember what it was called, like Blue Sky or something Blue like Sky. that, and they just yeah. dissolved it. They just we own yep. this, and now it doesn't exist. <laughs> they bought it and they destroyed it, and now yes. they're making Adventures of Buck Wild. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently, it is so bad too. I can imagine. <laughs> um, the other thing that is happening this week, so it hasn't quite occurred, is that Morbius to Let There Be Carnage comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, no, it's Morbius 1, but have you guys read what the post-credits scene is? No, no. I haven't. Don't I'm say gonna, it. I, you I don't want though. to say it? Don't say it yet, because I'm going to go see that movie. Oh, dude. I, it's the worst <laughs> thing ever. It is truly, like, everyone, like, I've been reading, like, reviews online, because they haven't released, like, the official embargo yet, so you can't technically talk about it. But people on Reddit are just like going off about it and they say it's the worst thing they've ever seen. That it's just so, so <laughs> bad. Just the whole okay. movie and then the post credit scene just makes it even worse. Okay. And So there's not ratings me. out yet for it? <laughs> Tell you? Okay. Big spoiler warning for Morbius. Yeah, for, for Morbius. Morbius. The post credit scene. The movie that's okay. sure to be atrocious. So, so there skip are ahead two. like 10 seconds. There are two, but technically it's one because it's basically... So the the first one is Morbius is walking along and then the big purple rift from No Way Home occurs and Adrian Toomes, the vulture, gets warped into Morbius's world. Okay, so they robbed the MCU sure. of 
vulture for some reason. And because he has not committed any crimes in that world, he's released from prison. And so the the and then it's scene. over. <laughs> that's yeah. That's the first end credit scene. That's the it. first end credit scene. Is that whole thing is it like fifteen well, they minutes? They showed long? him in the trailer. In the trailer, yeah. And the trailer is. But that's from the only time the he's credit scene. No, no, no. And then so the second post credit scene is him somehow with his costume, even though his costume didn't get warped into the world with him. Um, you can make it again. With he's wearing it. Thanos tech. <laughs> I guess. And so he flies and meets Morbius, and he's like, hey, um, we should go fight this guy named Spider-Man. And he's like, okay, cool. And then that's the other one. (laughs) (laughs) You're kidding me. No, dude. Like, there have been a ton of people who have all been like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like, I've seen a ton of posts about it, and everyone's, like, corroborating each other. Like, that's the post-credit scenes. Like, are you kidding me? So is it Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man? No, it doesn't show any Spider-Man. It just mentions the name Spider-Man. Well, they'll they'll figure it out. They'll, yeah, they'll write it when they start shooting the next movie. <laughs> well, see, they've start. started shooting Craven, which is also oh, ridiculous. No, it's a Craven. No Way Home Part Two. Sony's gonna but make bad. this. Yeah, <laughs> Sony's gonna make a horrible Sinister Sinister Six universe, and it's gonna be bad. But because society is stupid enough to like things like Venom and Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, <laughs> is going to make tons of money and Sony's not going to stop. I yeah. think that it's Morbius is going to flop because no one cares about that character. Nobody cares. No one knows who that character even is. Even people who like Marvel are just like, eh, why Morbius? Well, it's oh, like when, when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, I, I didn't go see it. I ended up waiting until it was in the local Kaysville Theater. Yeah. Before I actually went and saw it, but that's because I heard so many great things about. Yeah, it. word of mouth. But Everyone loved this it. This one, this one, I don't care about. I probably <laughs> won't see it, and I doubt we're gonna get that kind of reaction. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Have you guys seen Morbius yet? It's so good. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so Jared Leto as Morbius. Oh. I like the part when so he said killer. that he was Venom, but then he wasn't, and then he was nice <laughs> to the guy. Yeah. Guys, because you Dr. saw, Michael did you see Morbius. Venom? Did you know that? Oh, did you know that? It's in the same universe? The same did universe? you know that? I hate and it. Jared Leto just has such a great track record of being the main character in a movie. Of just being really good. <laughs> of being in being a comic really book movie. <laughs> Dude. Uh, any other news from Lucas? What are some, I've got some questions for you guys. What are What is um three movies that Jared Leto is good in? Uh, Fight Club. Okay, there's one. That's Angel Face. I think that Blade Runner 2049 is a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Is he good in it? I really like that movie, so it's hard for me to say no. But But no. (laughs) 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 Um... I think that he's. I don't know why. Dallas Buyers Club is the movie he won his Oscar for, but right. I don't I think he's very it. good in that. It says he's in American Psycho. I feel like he'd fit in. Oh, he yeah. is. Okay, that, he's he Paul is Allen. very good. He's, yep. he's, he's very, very in good in that. Okay, there you go. But it's because he's playing someone who's supposed to be annoying and you hate the worst person ever. Mm. Oh, or you guys, we didn't even mention uh, well, Suicide Squad. What about Susan? Susan? Okay. Well, oh, then there you go. yeah. He plays no, that's, that's, the famous character, the Joker. Fair. I don't know the if Joker. you guys have heard well, of the Joker. He was damaged. He was, he was damaged. And that's what made him good. I feel bad for him because of how damaged he was. Yeah, me too. Well, Yeesh. speaking of movies that should have won an Oscar, let's get into <laughs> this uh, episode. <laughs> Suicide Squad actually did win an Oscar for best uh, makeup. Was it? I, I thought uh, it won for like, or it was nominated for editing or something like that. Something. I can't remember. Maybe it won. Maybe it, it won best makeup. Suicide Squad. That's the DC Cinematic damaged. Universe won. <laughs> for yeah, for damaged. That literally won an Oscar. Um, <laughs> that that universe won before the MCU won anything. Oh man! Like years well, ahead of it too. Well, so this will be a, a trend I think for this episode is we're going to be talking about the Academy Awards what they represent, what movies tend to win, uh, what our thoughts are on movies that should have won. Let's, let's be honest, it, it's, it's cool to see some, some films highlighted and nominated and put in a spotlight that allows them to get some 
attention. And a lot of times it's those smaller movies that I never would have heard of had they not been nominated. However, Mm. uh, the Academy Awards often turn a blind eye to some great movies just because they're not artsy enough. Or sometimes they'll give a a movie a winner or a, a win, even though... It really wasn't that good. Um, so with with that in mind, uh, I don't know if we should do a little small talk. We I've should. only seen like two or three of the new the nominees for tonight. So I, I don't feel like I can say who I think is going to win. I would love I it can. if West Side Story won. But that is just because I am personally attached to it. And I think yeah. it would be cool for the same movie to win twice. Basically, That would be honestly really cool. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, yeah, what, what are your thoughts, Lucas? I feel like you're probably the most informed at the moment. Yes, so I have watched all ten of the nominees, um, oh, which right. I did half of them this week. So, <laughs> <laughs> so a couple things happened this week. I will be missing one of my classes next week, and I was supposed to give a presentation on Denis Villeneuve, and so I had to switch that to this week, which was great. However, it also meant that I had to watch a lot of Denis movies, which is never a bad thing. But um, it just meant that I had a lot of time that was eaten away from watching mm. Denis Villeneuve movies and also the current Academy nominees. Um, so, would you? What are some of those movies? So the uh, current. Uh, oh, the Denis just, movies just for I watched. People who don't know. Yeah, so he is the director of Dune this year. So he is nominated for producing it and for writing it, but not for directing it, as we have previously discussed, which is ridiculous. Um, But he has made uh, Blade Runner 2049, which we already mentioned on this podcast, Arrival, Sicario, um, a movie called Enemy, uh, Prisoners, and then a few French films that he made, or Canadian films that are in French, because he is Canadian and he speaks French. He's from Montreal, Quebec. Um, But... Yeah, so the Oscar nominees for this year, like for Best Picture, Belfast, Coda, Drive My Car, King Richard, Dune, The Power of the Dog, um, Nightmare Alley, and three others. West Side Story. West Side Story, yeah, sorry, the one you said that you love. (laughs) West Side Story, let me think. I know I know the other two because I've watched them. (laughs) Um, Yeah, if anyone should know. Did that Paul Thomas Anderson one get nominated? Yeah, Licorice Pizza. And then one more. Dead air, dead air. Dead air. Dead air. Don't look up. Did you say don't look up? Don't look up. Oh, don't look up. Yeah. I think you meant don't (laughs) look it up. Like, don't look up what the last one is. (laughs) Don't look up. Don't don't look it up. Don't look it up. Yeah, don't Don't look look it up. Most of them I liked. Some of them I was like, dang it, that should not have been nominated. Like, I think... French Dispatch should have been nominated. I honestly think Spider-Man was better than a lot of those movies. Um, But a huge problem with the Academy, with what kind of Jared was saying, is that they don't nominate movies that people have seen. And so no one (laughs) watches the Oscars because they're like, oh, cool, Coda was nominated. I don't know what that is. Drive My Car was nominated. I don't know what that is. I'm not going to watch a three-hour Japanese movie. (laughs) And that's the thing about like Coda, for example. Let's say Coda wins. Then people will go and watch it. Yeah, but like, even then I feel winning, like... Winning Best Picture, if if you have to win Best Picture just to get people to see your movie... <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, but I mean, who has seen know. Nomadland? Like, who watched that one? I watched part of it last and I fell asleep and then I didn't, get, I didn't do the rest of it. <laughs> see, there you go. I did like, watch uh, Eternals, though. Same director, right? It's basically the same kind of, movie. Kind of, kind of counts. Yeah. Same director, <laughs> yeah. filmed at the same time. So if you've seen one, you've seen them both. Yeah. Okay. Good. But, yeah, it's... I love watching the Oscars. I think it's fun and a good time. But also, I hate the Oscars so much because they are constantly nominating movies that are do not deserve it and actors that do not deserve it. And the fun thing that they're doing this year is that they removed five of the categories from broadcasting, and those five categories are ridiculous. I don't remember the final two, but I think I think it's the two sound sound mixing and sound design, and then editing, cinematography, and music. All they got speed. rid of those. They are being awarded before <laughs> the show starts, and then the show that... is going to play out. That's Those the are, stupidest I, thing I've ever heard. I know. They're huge so awards. 
It's so stupid yeah, because I think like Dune is going to win all five of film them. Or whatever. Yeah, I know. Seriously. It's like, come on. It's so stupid. Oh, man. Jeez. They, there are so, so many so, decisions they make that are ridiculous, and we'll get into that more. But I just, there are a lot of things I like about the Oscars, and I'm always going to be invested in them, and I'm always going to look them up when they get nominated and everything. But yeah. I'm constantly That's like, That's so funny. Ugh. Yeah, they're going to. At gonna... this point, being nominated is really just, hey, congrats, you get to be on Netflix's critically acclaimed list. Yeah, yeah literally. Exactly. <laughs> Seriously. But now. Which does not get people to watch them. They're still no. going to broadcast the best foreign animated feature film produced by a <laughs> six to 21 year old boy. <laughs> and we're not going to get what sound design or uh, that's editing. Editing. Yeah. editing and editing. cinematography that's and music. Ridiculous. Like music blows me away. Um, yeah. It's, it's just dumb. Ah, uh, that pisses me off. Okay. Well, I'll say real quick that of the nominees that I have seen this year for best picture, I liked all of them. Um, I haven't seen all of them, uh, uh, but I've really enjoyed everything that I've seen, um, especially oh, yeah. West Side Story. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I just watched that, what, two weeks ago and just bawled my little face off. <laughs> Did you like it more I, than Dune? Uh, no, no. I hope that Dune wins, but I don't think that it will. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't think Dune will win because of the like Return of the King. Right. of like yeah. it's hard to nominate the first part of something right it, yeah. it'll be much easier for them to or like give the, for the to win, win to yeah. dune part two you know if it's a yeah. more complete ending or dude with side. i'm sure it will be i bet dune part two if this one doesn't win which i'm holding out hope that it does never say never i hope <laughs> dune part two wins because that's really where he's gonna put all of his resources and i mean more so than he did this one yeah we'll see i guess but seriously dune i think is maybe my favorite movie (laughs) so i would love to see that movie win but i don't think that it will um yeah and because of that i hope that west side story wins likewise wait i i realized did i say king richard for nominees because that was okay yeah that one was good too (laughs) actually i liked it will smith good actor that seems like the kind of movie that you would watch on an airplane (laughs) <laughs> you know what i mean yeah it's not very yeah. nice but <laughs> i understand <laughs> i'm changing my answer i hope king richard <laughs> um well guys there's so many that we could talk about of other movies that we're like oh man that should have won or oh this should have won yeah. You know, regardless, there's always another option that may be better. Um, and because it's all subjective, uh, you know, sometimes a, a different movie, you know, in my eyes, definitely should have won. Um, so my question for you two is, of all the movies that were either nominated or even movies that weren't nominated, or actors that were nominated or not nominated, who was snubbed? Who either deserved a nomination or who was nominated who deserved the win? over whatever did win or whatever was nominated mm. i know that's kind of a broad question no it's but good. i i think we i want to highlight all these amazing thing movies and actors that were not you did not clutch the dub um Niall, if you guys you need a to second to think i know my like, answer i can dude. go first well i know oh, okay, my okay. answer too i i'm gonna second whatever lucas says because i'm sure that we're gonna we're thinking about the same thing right now but that's why okay. I'm looking up to see if there's anything else that I want to mention other than that. So go for it, Lucas. So this is something that I loathe to this day, but it happened 45 years ago. And that is Ooh. the fact that Star Wars did not win Best Picture. This is the first oh. Star Wars movie. Mm. So 1977 Oscars, everyone is like, Star Wars is going to win, right? Star Wars is going to win because... It makes sense for Star Wars to win because I would say of every of any movie that's ever come out, Star Wars is probably one of the, if not the most influential movie ever. Like, it doesn't matter if you like them very much or if you don't like even the new ones or whatever. It's the very first movie, the cultural impact it had on just life in general, but especially filmmaking, is like just undeniable, right? Yeah, yeah. And instead... The Best Picture Award goes to Annie Hall, which most people have not even heard of nowadays. 
It's like, I don't know what that is. Woody Allen turns out to have been just a horrible, perverted person, and that's not really that surprising after seeing some of his movies. I think Annie Hall is fine, but it's like, the fact that that one over Star Wars. Over Stars. Yeah. Like the very first Star Wars, which in my opinion is the best one. That's one. That's that's my favorite one. I love the very first one so much. Um, it, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I think that's the worst snub in history. And I really don't think you can, like for me, like personally, like I don't think you can snub a more culturally significant movie than Star Wars. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's fair. Was it nominated yeah, it was. Did it was nominated say? for Best Picture. Okay. Yep. So it was nominated for Best Picture, and George Lucas also did not win Best Director that year. I think it was Woody Allen for that, or someone To be else. fair, hearing behind-the-scenes stuff of, like, like, have you watched the video of how Star Wars was saved in the edit? Yes. Yeah. And that, the best I mean, edit, the, the editing Oscar did go to his wife, Marsha Lucas, good. who edited the movie. I think she deserved so she it, because it. it sounds like it really was bad before it was on the cutting, yeah, it, the cutting uh, room. It sounds so. like it was as well. Cool. Yeah, that's a great answer. Uh, Niall, what, what'd you well, got? Well, I, I suppose I interpreted this question a little bit differently because I was thinking about this year specifically. Um, it, it could be. Okay, so that's the way yeah, that I'm going to take it then. Yeah, so you could do a, a movie that wasn't nominated that should have been. Yeah. Okay, a movie that wasn't nominated that should have been Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. <laughs> okay. Um, but... Yeah. I thought that of was Of course. I mean, I, I felt like that was yeah. a given. We didn't really need to say it. <laughs> that was a it. given. It was just implicit. It should have been nominated for every category. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but no, the the two that I actually wanted to say are, are people. First of all, um, Denis Villeneuve, okay, that he didn't get nominated for Best Director mm. is just absurd to me. Like, it really is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Because how could you nominate this movie for best picture for best what is it's nominated for everything best it's like editing best like it's it's on every list basically but you don't nominate the dude that made all of those things happen for best director <laughs> is just absolutely ridiculous to me yeah. I I, <laughs> I can't believe it really and so um that's i i think that for me that will live on as one of the biggest snubs um ever um but then the other one that and this is me just being a bit of a marvel fanboy i think that tony lung should have been nominated for best supporting actor in oh nice yeah i think yeah honestly um, he was incredible. His, he's probably my favorite part. Yeah, his performance movie. as Wenwu was amazing. Just his like over the top like self assured confidence, um, like just See, not worried about anything. Like, I I loved it. I couldn't. Oh, anytime dude, he was I on totally screen, agree. he just couldn't look away. And, and that's that's that, another. Sorry, finish your thought. No, go for it. I'm I was just saying that's another dumb thing about the Academy nowadays. It's like. For a genre like superhero movies, they just automatically, almost always, will not nominate something. Even if it's, like, genuinely a good movie that critics and fans loved, like Mm -hmm. Shang-Chi or Spider-Man or Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. They're just not ever going to nominate that for Best Picture or Best Actor. Like, even Black Panther, that got nominated for Best Picture, did not have any acting nominations. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just really dumb that they just don't, they refuse to nominate the people in these huge movies, but then they'll nominate people in a $500,000 movie that no one's ever seen. Yeah. Maybe they had a pretty good performance, but it's like, come on. Do you really need to nominate freaking that one lady from Hillbilly Elegy a 10th time just for her to lose again? Like, well, and another thing that makes me annoyed about it, going back to the Black Panther, is like, they. Yeah, don't give Chadwick Boseman a, a nomination for best. Uh, actor, right? Yeah. But then after he dies, they're like Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa, like changed yeah. cinema forever and changed yeah. the representation that African Americans <laughs> have in film. And it's like, where Where's was that nomination, buddy? When he <laughs> yeah. Put the movie out five years you know? too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it drives me crazy. And it, well, it I'm about time. I'm about to turn that on its head because the the Best Picture winner. Uh, that I think was un- undeserving. Um, 
so so uh in 2015 uh mm-hmm. the movie about a superhero birdman or the unexpected virtue of ignorance okay one yes. best picture I over agree. i think one of our all-time favorite movies whiplash yeah right i i totally agree and i th- i think whiplash should have won I totally agree. Now, I, I've seen both of these movies because I watched Whiplash and I was like, oh, that's like the best movie I've ever seen in my life. And then I was like, oh my gosh, it lost? Yeah. No way. Like, let me let me go watch whatever one. So I bought that movie too. I have Birdman. You <laughs> or own the unexpected Birdman. Virtue of, I do. Um, the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. Such a, it's kind of a pretentious name. Yeah, oh, very so much. But um, I, I went and watched watched that one. And yes, there's some cool things about it. It's meant to look like it's all to, in one shot, you know. But outside of that, it's it's okay. It's good. Yeah. There's some good performances. I, I honestly really do like that movie, but I totally agree with you. It should not have won over Whiplash. And I feel like there's yeah. something else that was nominated that year that was way better, too. I don't recall uh, that. You know, I'm not sure. But that, that that's that's my answer. That's was, oh, the Grand Budapest answer. Hotel, maybe? Oh, I think Grand that is Budapest. it, actually. Because yep. that is another <laughs> yeah. one of my absolute favorites. Should have won. Yeah. So those both of those movies, I think, are... are I would watch a hundred times yeah. again before I watched Birdman again. So <laughs> here's a fun fact about Birdman for our listeners, by the way. This is a fact that I happen to know. Um, Zach Galifianakis, famously a, a <laughs> comedy actor, is in that movie as kind of like a stressed-out producer. Yeah. Um, and he's he's like funny, but it's not a comedic movie nor a comedic role, you know. I um, think it's comedic. The movie itself. Well, like it, kind of. It's one of those movies that touches everything, you know. Yeah, but it's yeah, not yeah, like sure. it's not like a movie that you would expect Zach Galifianakis to be cast in, like yeah. his typical thing, you know. But um, because of the nature of the movie, where they wanted really long shots, and they they wanted the whole movie to seem like one one shot, some of the takes would be 15 to 20 minutes long. Um, and Zach Galifianakis being very acclaimed in improv, um, and also not wanting to do these shots over again every time somebody made a mistake, was very often um, basically improvising a lot of his lines due to other people's mistakes to guide it back onto the right track and keep the movie going forward so that they wouldn't have to do the takes again. And I think multiple awesome. of those instances ended up in the movie. See, now that might not be best performance, but I think that's best actor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, that's, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's so someone cool. doing their craft. Yeah. That's that's just an interesting and, take. That's a, yeah. I think uh, someone doing that kind of stuff on set, that's a best yep. supporting actor. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, and, see, and the he other gets thing, the film yeah. made. <laughs> to know the story well enough that you can stray from the script entirely and keep it on that story and guide it mm-hmm. towards that direction, that's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So after learning about that, my respect for Zach Galifianakis, like, skyrocketed. Yeah, see, the name. other thing that's it's dumb great. is that huge categories... I, I, I just think there should be genres, right? In it. Like, I get that Best Picture is just supposed to be all-encompassing, but comedic movies and horror movies are never nominated for anything. It's never going to happen. And comedic roles would be awesome because it's like, even if you just do five nominees in each category, like nominations, like there are five good comedies that come out a year probably. Like five is not that many. And it would be cool to just see more of like a, a wider breadth of actors and actresses and just filmmakers in general represented in like the biggest night in film as they call it right and it's just like nope but here i forgot to mention this tonight for the first time ever they are doing the oscar fan favorite award which will be going to the um movie that has received the most votes online basically i think they created this oscar this year because like we're not going to nominate no way home but you can let it win this oscar instead yeah and so sure. what that of course has I mean, resulted in is online trolls just being like lol we're going to nominate like the worst venom. movies ever venom 2 let there be carnage so no <laughs> even worse the Cin- the amazon prime cinderella movie is was the projected uh, one with with <laughs> cabello what's what's her name yeah. Camilla 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 Camilla. Camilla and uh 
uh, James Corden. Yep, <laughs> that is the one that is the projection winner. And honestly, I think it will probably win. And I think that that's just going to be the funniest thing. That's so funny. Don't like, you Because I think Dune like or Spider Man or all these other movies should win it. But it's just like, come on. If you're going to make a fan favorite thing that requires online like voting, of course someone's going to hack yep. into it and just spam a million votes for Cinderella. It's, it's Bodie McBoatface all over again. <laughs> it really is. Be in charge of things and you're not going to get. Like that drawing of the turtle. Have you seen that one? Yes. It's like, we have the first place and the second place winners. Just a reminder, they were voted on by likes. Oh, the the dogs. The dogs, that's what it is. Well, here's the thing. So we've been kind of bashing on the the Oscars a little bit. And so (laughs) why not just go all the way, right? (laughs) What is the, here's my question. Sometimes they just they put in a movie as best picture and you'll you'll hear about that and go not there's no way that that one best picture. I want to know for you guys what is the worst best picture you've ever seen? Okay, um, for me it's no I'll, question. But Jerry, okay, go. I'll I'll go first. Here's the thing, because I guarantee Here's we don't the have thing. the same one. But I I I also am sure we don't. And this is a personal preference. Uh-huh. Okay, that's why I, I I want to put that up. You know, I just didn't like the movie, and I thought it was stupid. Jared's nervous <laughs> about how people are gonna talk to him Uh-oh. after this opinion gets a out little there. bit. I I don't think it's like it's not like Gladiator. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like uh, freaking Lord of the Rings or yeah, something like that. Just objectively perfect movies. <laughs> but I'll be honest. Every time I watch a Martin Scorsese movie, Uh-oh. I just don't like it. Uh-oh. Really? And I think The Departed was really? my least favorite so far. Wow. That's crazy, honestly. Um, I know, I know it's big. I know it's a big one. My uh, <laughs> my letterbox review was just like, "Hey, it's Boston. I'm, I'm gonna kill that guy's wife. Whatever, you know." Uh, it just, I, I did not like it. I didn't wow. like anyone in it. I didn't think the story was that interesting. <laughs> like I thought it I like the concept of someone being undercover, but I never cared for any of the characters and I was okay with any of them dying and I kind of was rooting for it. And then the movie was just so long. <laughs> Dude, that's but it's honestly in the, it's in the top shocking. 100 on IMDb. And yeah, so that's why bold. I watched it. It uh, that was the movie that finally got Martin Scorsese an Oscar too. He didn't have anything <laughs> until then. F in um, the chat. Good, like good, like he good didn't fellas. win for Goodfellas. He didn't win for. I think I think I like Goodfellas more. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean, but I I still don't like it that much, dude. That, but both I'm of them like, are in the uh, in the top one hundred. That's wild because the more Martin Scorsese movies I like, the more I like him. Because like mm. he is like the pinnacle of like pretentious filmmaker bros, other than maybe <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. But yeah. honestly, I'm like you know. He can say what he wants and like he can be as pretentious as he wants. He makes good movies. Like I love his movies. Sure. Pretty much everything of his I've seen, I've really, really enjoyed. So that's <laughs> that's, that's why surprising. I had to really like say. Yeah, hey, no, guys. no, no. You're, I mean, <laughs> I totally get it though. But for me, dude, Martin Scorsese, he's aces, dude. I love him. Yeah, I'm trying to look to see if it, what other uh, nominees there were that year. This was like 2007, I think is when it won. Yeah, something like that. Because, um, you know, yeah, it maybe was... it's just bad, bad movies. <laughs> well, so yeah, because Babel, Letters from Iwo Jima, Little Miss Sunshine, and The Queen. Little mm. Miss Sunshine is really good. I'm surprised that got nominated, but it's uh, it's an awesome movie. Yeah, so maybe the competition was just fine. And so yeah. they're like, let's throw Scorsese a bone. But that's all that's my that's my controversial good take. answer okay. that is controversial there's there are definitely some that i've seen that or there's definitely some that i haven't seen that are probably worse but of the ones that i've watched like i like birdman more than that one right yeah yeah wow you know? wow all right dang dude sheesh okay. yeah that's my that's my take prepare to have cool. your house burned down <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like most people though me. when they think of martin scorsese they don't think of the departed they think of goodfellas sure. or taxi driver or raging bull right. or something like that yeah. yeah or wolf of wall street like the departed that's true is great i think but it's not everyone's like fan favorite scorsese film sure um Hey, it's favorite. How do you like them apples? Hey, it's Boston. Hey, pizza, hot dog. Pizza, hot dog. 
That's gotta go New to York. the market. <laughs> Boston. So Bastin. my least favorite by far, it's not even a competition, is a movie called Crash, which won oh, in yeah. uh let's see what year. Sandra was. Bullock, was right? Two thousand five, yep. So Sandra Bullock <laughs> is in it, but for a total of like three minutes. Right. <laughs> Basically, it's so dumb. It's so, so dumb and so, so bad. It's got so many people in it, but all Wait. of them have tiny, oh. tiny roles. There's no overarching storyline. There's just, oh, hey, look, here are these characters that all have these things so, happen to them. And then there's just kind specify, of it's a called redemption. Crash, not crash. The Crash. Correct. Because I looked up The Crash, and that has like a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) (laughs) But Crash has a 74%, so still not not good for a a winner. It won Best Picture. The thing that makes a lot of people mad is that it won over Brokeback Mountain. um, Mm. Because Mm. I definitely think Brokeback Mountain is better than Crash. Um, But back to Crash. Crash, like, it's just... If you read the description of the movie and then you watch the movie, you're like, what? Because it says, like, in a post-9-11 world, there are different people trying to, like, struggling to, like, be better and, like, do better. And it's just like, what? That, what, that, why is that the description for this movie? Because it's basically, like, for example, one of the scenes is these characters who get sexually assaulted by this cop. And it's like, okay. Why did we have to watch that? And then they try and do like a redemption arc for the cop, but he's like, mm. not really. And it's mm. like, they try and, eh, eh, all these characters are just making like horrible decisions and just like doing very dumb, like racist or just obscene things. And then they kind of do like a little pseudo redemption, like 30 second, like, oh, hey, look, here's them being kind of nice now. But it's undeserving for the things that they show them do earlier. And, it's just so disjointed. None of the characters are interesting. None of them are engaging at all. Like I said, there's no story, so there's nothing to really follow. Each one of these characters' little bits just kind of like ends, and then there's like, oh, hey, here's another five minutes of like Don Cheadle, and here's like uh, Terrence <laughs> Howard, and here's Sandra Bullock. And it's just like none of them really ever meet. None of them really ever interact with each other. They're like off kind of references to each other, but it just ends, and it's just – it's so dumb. It's so, so, so dumb. I – yeah. was shocked when I watched it and, and that it won. I, I just could not believe it. It's so dumb. I mean, I think it was that just does, not that good that of a year for horrible. movies, but still, I mean, come on. That, <laughs> I mean, and, and, and that's, that is worse for me than Shape of Water. You know, I've talked about Shape of Water before, but like Crash yeah. it doesn't even like, ugh, hmm. no good. Anyway, don't watch okay. Crash. Just don't even yeah, bother. Yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to. Not what you got, bro. So first of all, honorable mention, Shape of Water. We've already talked about this. I don't know what episodes we talked about this in, but Shape of Water so is just if, if you want to hear our thoughts love. about Shape of Water, go ahead and uh, listen to, ev- to the, the podcast. <laughs> listen to every episode of the podcast and you'll find it. Where's Shape of Water sucks, dude. It's the worst. Janitor Lady, um, just just look it up. It's bad. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's Janitor so Lady bad. has sex with Fish Boy. The yeah, movie. fish, fish love the film. Um, <laughs> fish love adapted from Guillermo del Toro's worst dream he ever had. <laughs> um, For him, so, it was his best dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tough. Um, but my answer is also a bit controversial. I think because I think there are people that like this movie. I think mm. that it's just so uninspired and boring and bad and stupid and dumb and lame. And that is Shakespeare in love. Mm. That movie just, it's, it's stupid. (laughs) It's just like, Hey, let's make the least historically accurate movie we can. Yeah. And try to make it feel like a Shakespeare thing, but also make it feel like a two thousands (laughs) rom-com. And it's just, it sucks, dude. I mean, you can, you can make something that's a Shakespeare thing in a 2000s rom-com. That's great. Like, 10 things I hate about you. Yeah, exactly. That's fantastic. Exactly. But Shakespeare in Love, it... I don't... I don't know do what it was thing. trying to, to be, if that makes sense. 
Yeah. You know, like it just feels like it was kind of like trying to dip its hand in all of the different pools of like, Mm. oh, like literature history. And then also (laughs) like, oh, 2000s rom-com. And then also like something else. I don't know, dude. It's... (laughs) It It sucks. Trying to be nominated for an Academy Award. (laughs) Yeah, and here's the thing: I've seen this um, performed like in theater. Um, Oh, really? I I saw it at SUU actually. Southern Utah University had a performance of it a long time ago, Um, and I loved it there because I think it feels like a stage play, and when you watch it on a movie screen it feels like theater kids that wanted to write a movie you know what i mean (laughs) like it it just feels very kind of immature and not good Um, they wanted to and they won with it so (laughs) yeah exactly it was it it is very much felt like a movie that was like oh here are some topics that maybe the academy would be interested in let's make that into a movie Pooh. Pooh and pee, dude. So, that's, so, all that's a great segue. Yeah, come on, Lucas. Pick up the... Lucas, I just pick it threw up. the basketball at your head and you just let it hit. I know. So, yeah. Um, my thing with my question that I wanted to ask is that it's not quite a question, but it's more of a thing that I thought we could do. A collaborative, exercise. <laughs> a collaborative exercise. A collaborative exercise. So what we're going to be doing is we are going to be pitching <laughs> the perfect best picture winner. Let's say winner or nominee. Just something, a movie that Just, can exist in the Ethereum that when members of the Academy watch it are like, oh my goodness, this is the best movie and therefore must be nominated based off of what we've talked about, things that tend to get nominated or tend to win. Hmm. What are the thing? What are the elements that are required of a movie in order to just nab that, nab that uh, that nomination? I, I believe this is called Oscar bait. Oscar bait, exactly. Yeah, big time. Uh, I'll start. How do we make the best Oscar bait? Let's let's, let's get a few it, pieces from each of us. Let's go, Jared first. Let's make it a drama. Okay, yep. drama. First of all, big time. Who who you guys can choose who writes and directs it too? Like the the who does the score? All of these things. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I thought we were just going one at a time. Oh, <laughs> we're just, just one keep... piece Yeah, yeah, at a time. I think that's fun. It. Yeah, so Jared, okay. you, you, so it's drama, now Niall. Um, just a piece of it. A scene where the main characters yell at each other, a la Marriage Story. Hmm. Directed Love. by Paul Thomas Anderson. Yep, okay, very good. Uh, it, it will be released late in the year during winter but still in the year that they want to win for so it's recent on everyone's mind yep. so it'll be like a late in the year kind of movie yep okay <laughs> um featuring actors that are known for the blockbusters they have been part of but these actors will make no attempt whatsoever to market this movie <laughs> <laughs> It is, uh, that's, yeah, that's good. it is an independently made film, but somehow has huge actors and a huge budget. And huge budget. Yep. That's good. Um, it talks on something, touches on something that's kind of controversial or hard to watch a little bit, but still safe in the, uh, like, uh, like Moonlight, you know, has yep. a lot of race themes, a lot of, you know, sexuality themes, uh, but it's, it's still not really pushed in the line because of the culture of, you know, 2017 yeah. or whenever it came out. Um, the, uh, I would say it very definitely filmed, like, in America. Not going into, like... Yeah, it's either in sure. America or, like, Japan. We'll take it. Those okay. two places. Yeah, There's okay. no other. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's that's fair. It's uh, it's three hours long. Yeah. Okay. Very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
it's shown in theaters for maybe a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Whatever somebody, the minimum is to get nominated. What, yeah, exactly. <laughs> somebody commits suicide. Johnny Greenwood does the music. Johnny Greenwood. Um, not familiar. Who that is. He did, he, he did the Phantom he, Thread. This oh, year okay. he did um, something that got nominated. He was nominated this year as well. I think for uh, Licorice Pizza, maybe? He and Paul Thomas okay. Anderson are frequent collaborators. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, th- I, I, I mean, I, I think we've done it. No, we need uh, to do one more each, I think. We, one more round. One more each to top it off, and then we'll, we'll pitch it. We'll come up with the name after that. Okay, okay. Um, Let, let's get it started. Let's get some actors. Oh, in there. I'll, I'll get, I'll get. Well, I was going to say, based on a true story. Okay, yep. <laughs> okay. Yep, there you go. Good. That is so accurate. <laughs> um, ooh. That, yeah, um, this is kind of similar to what Jared said, but maybe make it a historical film that is yeah. like set parallel to a social movement that was happening. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yep. for yeah. example, civil rights movement, this is like Martin Luther yeah. King's out there, but they're not, it's not going to show It's not his story. Yeah. 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 yeah or, or like, or uh, talk about, it's going to be about this like, other like guy. Twelve, 12 years a slave. Is that something? Yeah, twelve well, years that, is exactly. So that did win. Yeah, right? it did win. It's yep. a, so it's like adjacent to adjacent I mean, to slavery, yeah. and, but there's and no like civil war and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like this one. It's in that thing. Yeah, exactly. that realm, and it stars um, Joaquin Phoenix and Meryl Streep as incestuous lovers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Based on the true historical events <laughs> from the 1800s. Um, so okay, so what's this movie called? Um, that now that's another key thing. The name has to have barely anything to do with the plot. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That is. So we can't say something like "Forbidden Love" because that would be way too unknown. No. Unknown. no. It would have to be. It could be like the family, vague. very vague. The family. <laughs> that's <perfect>. family. <laughs> Or um, the even, event, even some, or it could be wildly specific about like one thing in like the, three the billboards movie. outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Three billboards outside <laughs> Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah, so you could do something like um, the window pane, <laughs> or Jim and his sister Violet, the incestuous lovers from Kansas in the year 1829. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or parentheses, the unexpected virtue of ignorance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I think we've nailed it, guys. Yeah, I, I think, think we, we got it, dude. If we can start getting that in production, we only need $1,000 to make this movie. Yeah, yeah. we need $1,000 and just a good contact, and we'll get all the actors we, we want. We got it, yep. That, oh, that produced reminds by A24, of, maybe? Yeah, of course. Yep, <laughs> A24. Yep, it's the producer. But that reminds me of the bit in It's Always Sunny where D is like, you are three grown men. How do you not have $800 between the three of you? <laughs> so, because the economy is... The economy, the economy is... Just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, boys, have a wonderful time watching um, the Oscars tonight. I heard the host is fantastic. Sure. Uh... <laughs> let us let, just give everyone a reminder of who's hosting: Regina Hall, mm-hmm. Wanda Sykes, and everyone's favorite Amy Schumer. The I'm certain it will be unviewable. Nobody's yeah, gonna. But I'm gonna watch, watch it. it anyway. I'll I'm... watch a compilation afterwards. I'm gonna watch. Yeah, someone's I'm... gonna make one. Yep. You know there'll be a compilation, just like the yeah. video of Bill Burr announcing at the Grammys, which is painful <laughs> to watch. By the way. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, but it's so good. Um, it's brilliant. It's super funny, but it's going to be like that, except everybody is going to hate what's happening. Yep. It's not going to be funny. It's not going to be like, oh, that hurts to watch because it's funny. It's, oh, that hurts to watch because it's bad and I'm cringing so hard <laughs> that no one in the audience is laughing. So, uh, we, you know, let's fingers crossed that it makes for some good content either way, good or bad. Let's hope Dune wins. Come on, baby. Fingers crossed for Dune. 
fingers crossed for West Side Story. Um, and fingers, and fingers uncrossed crossed. for the rest of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, get them out of there. If Coda but or Power of the Dog out. wins, thumbs down, even though those were good movies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah, that's the official take is we are all against uh, those two movies. So, <laughs> okay. I guess uh, go look it up, see if we were right, and we will catch you next week on another Man Cave Movie Night Monday. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. This is Lucas. I just wanted to record a quick tag to say that Coda did indeed win Best Picture. We were all rooting for Dune, but no, that's what happens sometimes. Um, Coda was genuinely, though, a very good movie, even though we did just all give it a thumbs down. Um, So good for Coda. Also, I'm sure that the only thing anyone has seen by now of the Oscars is the altercation between Will Smith and Chris Rock, which, of course, no one could have predicted. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, pretty crazy stuff, too. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed our episode and all the people who won can be found online. And, yeah, have a good uh, have a good one. (laughs) 